0: This thing switched on. Yeah. It's episode three of Wolfstag. With me, your genial host, Mike Jackins. (laughs) Guten Morgen, meine Damen und Herren welcome to the podcast of wolfstag i've always thought it sounded a little bit german wolfstag doesn't it it sounds like one of those world war ii sort of stormtrooper troops um hi welcome welcome to episode three i'm off this week oh it's nice to have a bit of okay. a chill stay safe thank you alexa Actually, that's not Alexa, that's Siri. She's been talking to me a lot lately without being asked, and it's rather disconcerting. Anyway, let's move on. How are we all doing? I hope you've all had a fantastic week. Uh, we're in, We're in, by the time you listen to this, it's March 19th. So we're in the middle of March already. Where did Christmas go? Has it not just been Christmas? It's nearly Easter. I've actually just been out and bought Easter eggs. I, I have. I have. Not expensive ones. No one deserves that much love or chocolate for that matter. Um, So, yeah, welcome to episode three. Uh, We're going to talk about a few things this week. There's been a few things happening, which I felt like I just wanted to touch on a little bit because you know what? When I talk about self help and self care, you know, looking after yourself is just the first step in looking after others. And we've not been great at that, have we? Right? I mean, that's not tarring everybody with the same brush. But there's certain things, I think, that we've fallen down on. Um, so I want to talk to, to some of those things um, today. And it's also Red Nose Day. That's my red nose, genuinely. Is there any better sound in the world than... Um, so, yeah, so we're going to talk around a few things. Um, it's going to be fun. We're going to have a good episode. But I'm going to start off, as always, with the Wolf's Day Week. Welcome to the Wolfstag week! <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, oh God, See, this is what happens when I don't work. But yeah, exactly. I need to, I need to be doing a job, otherwise I go completely nuts. Um, Welcome to the Wolfstag week. It's been a very nice week. It's been a very chilled week. There has been some late nights. There has been some late mornings. There has been some very good food cooked by moi. Um, I've been cooking this week. It's given me the opportunity to get in the kitchen, so I've nailed Pizza I've made past this week, which was so yummy, so tasty, a little bit thick, I'll admit it. It was a it was a tad thick, so I need to work on my rolling pin skills. But anybody that follows me on Instagram and looked at the pizza and the shape of that, round was it not? <laughs> no. Um so yeah, so it's been good. It's been fun. I've been, you know, and it, and it's St. Pat's this week as well. And it's um. So by the time you have listened to this, I'm probably still hungover after consuming far too much stout and Irish whiskey. it's what it's for. Um, and it's I've got Irish blood at the end of the day. I'm 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 Celtic. You know, I've talked about this in the past. I'm Scots. I'm Celt. I'm 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 Welsh. I've got I'm so full of Gallic blood. Gaelic as in sort of like, you know, Highland, Scotland, Wales, not Gaelic as in, ooh, French. Uh, Although I've been in an awful lot of garlic lately. So who knows? There might be Gaelic. Gaelic and garlic. And garlic. Yeah. So it's been chilled. It's been nice. I had a birthday. I turned 49. That's not right. I did. I turned 49. It doesn't feel feel right that. I think you get to a certain point as an adult and it just, you don't, for me, anyway, I don't feel like I've ever gotten any older. I've sort of hit 18 and kind of stuck there, and in some ways mentally as well as physically. I'd admit I'm feeling in probably the best shape I've ever been. I'm looking after myself and and, and doing doing what I do in, in, in self-care. It's been part of that, you know, it's getting out, it's walking, it's seeing the right things, it's having laughs, it's having giggles, it's reading books, it's camping, it's going into nature, you know, it's all these these brilliant things, and I kind of just don't feel like I've aged at all. And a lot of people tell me I don't look it either. No, thank you. You're all darlings. You're probably all liars as well at the same time, but I'll let you off. Know. Um, so, yeah, so I'm kind of now less than 12 months away from the half century, which is a little bit disconcerting disconcer- really, because I watch things like, I switch on the TV and watch things like Top of the Pops 2, you know, late at night, on, on like BBC4 and channels like that. You know, they'll put like really old episodes of Top of the Pops on. And it feels like yesterday. <laughs> it really does. I'm watching these musicians and thinking, that just feels like yesterday. Um, And I'm sort of like, I'm hunting through. So I was going to say, I'm hunting through my record collection. I'm an absolute liar. I'm hunting through Apple Music, looking looking for the music I used to listen to. And then it kind of tells you the year it was made. Oh, 1997. Yeah that was just last year wasn't it? No 1997 was 24 years ago. It's half of me life ridiculous. Time makes no sense. I've given up aging anyway it's bad for your health. I suggest you do the same. It's bad for your health as well. I hate, it. I hate these people that go. I can't do this now. I've reached an age. I'm I'm nearly fifty, so I can't do that anymore. Oh God, do one. Go jump off something. No, I shouldn't say that, considering I'm a sort of like a mental health first aid trainer. Don't jump jump off just something low, just so it's oof. Right, nothing nothing that's life threatening. Um. But, but, yeah, you know, it's like, come on, guys, you're talking yourself into an early grave, what are you doing? Get out, do stuff, try something new. You know, life's too short. And when you get to 49, you realise, you know, you've hit 49, you're kind of thinking, where's it all gone? So, anyway, I'm not giving up yet. I've got loads to do. I'm hi- I'm hitting I'm hitting the, um, the century and more. Watch this space. I will be getting a telegram from one of William's sons, because he'll probably be king by then, because I've lived so long. At that point, yeah, you watch. So, yeah, did that, had a week off, chilled, it's been lovely. Um, yeah, got a few bits and pieces done. It's just, it's kind of nice. Do you know what? It's actually nice, and this is genuinely now from, you know, without taking the mickey, from the point of self-care, don't beat yourself up by doing nothing. It is actually sometimes nice just to sit on a sofa with a brute and a Kit Kat and just chill and just watch the birds outside. No, don't put the telly on. Don't put the radio on. Just, just do nothing, or or maybe do nothing. Maybe just play a game on your laptop or read a daft magazine or whatever it is. People feel guilt or oh, I haven't done anything productive. You don't always. Do you know what? Just taking the time for yourself just to relax and just and do. I know and people are going to say, well, that's what sleeps for. Yeah, but you're unconscious. You don't. You don't. You know. You're not actively engaging that. You're just asleep, aren't you? Which is obviously a fight, all you need that, but it's not the same as just just having a little bit of a timeout. It's good for you. Do it, enjoy it, take pleasure from it. Don't feel guilty over it. All right. So what else did I do? I'm oh, a rugby nut, guys. Have you been watching the Six Nations? I'm an England fan. It's the only Joe, It's the only thing in my life that I kind of go. That's that's where I feel English. It's, it's my only connection to England in any way because I don't feel English in any other way and, and and I know the accent will tell you differently but I just I feel more Celtic I'm more connected to my Welsh roots and my my Irish and my Scottish roots. Mm-hmm. there's even a bit of Scandinavian thrown in I feel I feel more Viking than I do English sometimes so England sometimes annoys me but the only thing I've got any sort of time for mm-hmm. from a point of view of England is the rugby. We haven't been great although we did. Uh, beat france for the weekend <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was good that was fantastic we found a bit of form now um but yeah no we're not We're not winning the six nations this year's guys it's it's and it pains me to say that It's going to be someone else that takes that title but but hey and if you haven't ever watched it before watch it rugby union not league not that, not that running and chasing the ball one where they don't have scrums and lineouts. That's not proper rugby, that. Sorry, lads, it isn't. Rugby union, scrums, lineouts, proper, the proper game. And for me, I love it. I mean, I fell in love with it years, years and years ago. But the reason I love it is I think it's truly and genuinely, truly the only inclusive sport. It's the only sport I can think of that it doesn't matter who you are, how Big or small you are, what shape you are, there's a place for you on a rugby pitch, right? There's, there's somewhere you will fit. And you think of any other sport? I can't think of any other sport where that's where that's the case. I mean, other than boxing, and, and boxing sort of like you know, then separated into divisions because you couldn't really have a heavyweight with a with a flyweight in the ring, <laughs> be a little bit one-sided. But rugby, you can be anybody and be on the pitch, you know. So it is. It's it's really really inclusive. You know, and there's, there's even rugby out there for people with disabilities. And, and this is, I'll, I'll give League their due here. Um, this is where League really do step up. They've got some fantastic uh, disabled uh, rugby league teams. And they're brilliant to watch. They're fantastic. Um, so, yeah, I love me rugby. So it's been Six Nations. It's been my birthday. Birthday. It's It's been St. Patrick's. Um, week, <laughs> it's not a day anymore anybody with any hint of Celtic blood knows at St Patrick's it's not a day, it's a week at the very least Um, so I've been celebrating it and it's been good it's, it's been needed, I feel recharged I feel ready to go bring on 2021 so I've had a lovely week off been getting up to all sorts chilling cooking you know the whole thing what i hadn't done though is wrote a new poem for wolfstag for the podcast this week um which i normally do a few days before i normally sort of like get the get the vibe get the get the riff of it uh, earlier on and i hadn't um so i hurriedly scurried with my pen and my my, my little uh, my little book of of notes and cobble together this. I hope you like it. It's on the hoof. It's off the cuff. It might be lame. It might be duff. Will it rhyme? Will it sound in time? To get it wrong might be a crime. I'll make it riff. Oh, it sounds stiff. I'll make it up. It'll be just triff. It's on the hoof. It's off the cuff. I think it's done. I've wrote enough. There you go. Have you ever heard the saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never harm me? I have heard it all the time growing up, and it was a way of supposedly dealing with bullies, you know, when when people are saying awful things towards you. But you know what? As as we get older, as we get more mature, as we get more sensible, I suppose, we realise that that's, well, it's rubbish, isn't it? Words do harm and words do hurt and we have to be careful about how we use them. This week we saw Piers Morgan, the TV presenter, journalist in inverted commas, um, get fired from his job on on Good Morning Britain for the things that he said about Meghan, essentially not believing her. Um, now, he walked away from that show spouting freedom of speech. And I am an upholder of freedom of speech. I absolutely believe it's it's a democratic right that you should be able to air your views and and, and you know and, and speak your mind and say the things that that you believe. Um, but I'm also a believer that you have no freedom from consequence. You know those things that you say. As much as I uphold your right to to say them, you know they will get you into trouble. You know, and some things rightfully are you know, enshrined in law as as, uh, as illegal. You know, you can't defame somebody, you can't abuse somebody verbally. You know, there's hate speech, there's things that incite riots, the stuff we saw in America at the beginning of the year with Trump and his supporters storming Capitol Hill, you know. And you can't just go, it's freedom of speech. You know, it's not good enough to do that. We all have responsibility to well we absolutely all have a responsibility to think for ourselves and to have our own views and shape our own thinking um and that you know i would you know i would defend that absolutely you know you don't want to be led like others we don't want a world full of sheep at the end of the day so that freedom of expression that freedom of thought is is absolutely you know it's key for you know for who we are and speech as well, you know, we sh- we should be able to speak our mind without fear of repercussion, be able to ex- express our thoughts and our feelings, you know, in a free world. And there's lots of other countries around the world where you're not allowed to, to, you know, express political views, religious views, you know, social views, you know. Talk about things that that that's going on in in your own life. There might be issues around sexuality and gender and things like that. You know, there's, there's countries where you don't have that freedom to express that for fear of, of of the repercussion. So, absolutely, you know, freedom of speech is important. But even in this country, in this democratic country, you know, you can't you can't just say whatever you feel. You you do have to consider other people. And do you know what? Isn't that just being a good person? You know, you know, we all do this. You know, we all might think something, we all might believe something, but you know, those who consider the feelings of other people will bite our tongues before we try and gain a bit of fame and popularity. You know, more likes on our social media, whatever. There seems to be an awful lot of people these days who, to make themselves popular, find the only way they can do that is to. Spout controversy and and hatred, and I'm not about that at all. And absolutely, I would never. And if anybody found me doing that, please call me on it. Um, um. So it's it's you know it's it's not a tricky one at all. There's a part of me was going to say it's a tricky situation. Yeah, you know, we seem to be in a tricky situation in the world at the moment with this. But I think we all need to get a grasp of. Yeah, you know, it's it's good to have our views and good to have our opinions, but. You know, when it tips into hate speech, and especially when you're dealing with someone who is expressing their thoughts, their feelings, and their experiences, their lived experiences of, of a mental health condition, to come along and go, I don't believe you. Well, you've got no groundings for that. You know, if you want to come along and, and say, well, you know, you believe one thing, but I've got evidence to the contrary that contradicts that, then absolutely, you know, if you've got something to back that up, then absolutely go for it. That's, that's fine. If you've got evidence... And genuine evidence, not just if you've made up or stuff that you've kind of twisted or manipulated for your own ends, and there's enough of that going on at the moment. You know, if you've got evidence to back up your argument, then then fair enough, you've got an argument and you should be allowed to speak it. But just to assume because you don't like somebody, because for whatever reason they don't fit, you know, what you think of as a as a good person, you know, or fit to be a princess... If you want to go down that route, you know, if in the minds of some people, which I get the impression that I'm not pointing this towards Piers Morgan now, but there's certainly an element of of the society out there that thinks that she's the wrong color to be a princess. If that is your reason why you are spouting hateful views, then you really need to stop and have a word with yourself. You really need to stop and think, how would I feel in this position? For those that shout freedom of speech, Think about those things that could be directed and fired towards you. Now, walk a mile in another man's shoes before you criticize. You know, how how would I feel? We need to stop and think about that. How would I feel if it was directed towards me? And not how am I going to feel when I say it? Because sometimes just spouting, venting, you know, letting off steam. You're doing that for you. And it's a selfish act at the end of the day. You really need to stop and take a deep breath and consider these things, because they do. They do hurt. They do have an effect. Sticks and stones may break your bones, but words can do just the same. In a week where the police haven't really covered themselves in glory with what has happened with... The, the really awful loss of a young girl in London called Sarah Everard, murdered allegedly at this moment, and let's be careful legally, allegedly at this moment by uh, a serving police officer. Um, And then what followed afterwards with the vigil and the way that the people, and particularly the women at that vigil, were treated uh, by the police. And I understand you have know, the issues around. Uh, lockdown and, and and the virus but it was heavy-handed and it was violent and it was completely unnecessary and uncalled for it opened up this wider discussion about men we need to do better it's it's time we need we we, we stepped up here i'm stumbling over my words a little bit because it does get me a bit angry um and I don't want to be angry if this is supposed to be a nice podcast it's supposed to be about you know self-care and, and and looking after yourself but we live in a world or we certainly live in a country at the moment where 99% of rape cases end up not being prosecuted you know those allegations brought forward don't end in a conviction what's going on what is going on i mean i i I'm, i would absolutely advocate for Everybody learning a bit of self defense. It is a dangerous world out there and we expect that. So, you know, I do think that women, men, all of us together should learn how to protect ourselves in those dangerous circumstances. But the point is, we shouldn't have to. We shouldn't have to. You know, and when the conversation's always been about women, what do you need to do to protect yourself? Maybe the conversation should be men, what are you doing out there that women need to feel like they need to protect themselves? we need to stop and take a check of our behavior. Um, I'd like to think I'm a good guy. I'd like to think I wouldn't do anything like that. And I've never done anything like that. But you, you, you know, we, we live in a society where that stuff happens regularly. You know, and even if it's just that workplace banter or the catcalling stuff that goes on, it's really uncomfortable. And it's, uh, we shouldn't be in the 21st century in a civilized society we shouldn't be treating people lesser because they are a different gender to us a different color to us a different race or religion to us you know it's you know it, it ties in it ties in with this this idea of freedom of speech you, you can't just go around behaving the way you want to because i'm a bit of a lad sorry guys it's not good enough anymore it's time to step up you know, at the weekend where we've had Mother's Day, and there's plenty of you guys out there that have gone out and bought your mom's flowers. You really need to stop and think what your mothers would think about you if they knew how you behave towards other women. All right? Um You know, and it's it's a it's about time we changed our attitude. It's not it's not good enough anymore. You know, you still hear those things, and it really gets my goat when you hear, oh well, you know, oh look at the way she was dressed, she was raped, look at the way she was dressed. Oh, she was asking for it. No, she wasn't. Anybody, and particularly women, should be able to walk outside, dressed absolutely how they want to, maybe having had a few drinks, and not be fearful that they're going to be attacked, called after, raped, murdered. I wouldn't expect it as a man going out. Why should women have to put up with that? Guys, again, here's the call. We need to do better than that. <music> do you know the saying? The grass is always greener on the other side. We've heard that. We've all heard that saying, haven't we? The grass is always greener on the other side. Do you know that's actually scientifically true? And is it's actually true. The grass always looks greener when it's on the other side. And do you know why that is? It's because of the angle that the light hits it. Um, You see it in different light than you see your own grass. And you know what? That's a really good analogy for life because sometimes we fall into that trap of not feeling satisfied with our lives because we're comparing ourselves to other people. You know, when we, we go on to, you know, you, when you're literally looking next door and seeing what next door's got, or, you know, you're looking at other people's lives, um, or, you, you know, you're visiting social media and you, you're seeing what other people put out there. Well, do you imagine for a moment that is a full picture of exactly what's going on? Or do you think that that individual who you aspire to, their own lives might look different in their own light? And it's worth thinking about, it's worth considering, because you can get yourself into an awful lot of um, anxiety and depression by this constant comparison with other people. That person's richer than me, that person's more successful than me. You know, they've got prettier children or <laughs> whatever. I don't know why I picked on prettier children there, <laughs> I don't know. Um but still we do this thing we 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 compare you know and instead of sort of like taking a look at what we've got you know and and, and being satisfied with our with our own lot you know people who sit in immense wealth will still look at other people you know and, and you know and, and aspire to be them you know when you hear of people who are rich you know that even the rich will say you know you know it's it's never enough that's why you see these big businesses, you know. And I've worked for them. I've worked in these environments that's all about making money and it was all about finance. And it's never enough. We've hit a chart target one week. Next week, we've got to do better. Next month, we've got to do more than that. Last year, we earned that. This year, we've got to earn more. And that's not sustainable. That's not a sustainable way of living. You wouldn't do that in your own personal life, would you? You know, moving every year into a gradually bigger house every single year. It's not, it's, it's not sustainable, you know. Um, you certainly wouldn't diet that way. I ate a bag of chips last week. Next week, I'm going to do two bags of chips. And the week after, three bags of chips. And by the end of the year, I've done 50 bags of chips. you pop. You'd explode. It's not good, right? And eat, and just because someone else is doing it, someone else might be doing it. Oh, look at them getting away with it. They might be sick as a dog, mightn't they? All right. So Stop. Stop comparing your life with other people's. You know, stop seeing other people's lives from different angles and concentrate on your own angle. Maybe step to one side one day and try and view what you've got from a different angle in a different light. And look at the amazing things that we we have going on. And that's certainly true at the moment with I think the past 12 months of what's happened with lockdown, where we've got a lot of people who are in, and then this is not to undermine it by any way at all, because these are real feelings and real emotions, but the feeling a lot of uh, anxiety and a lot of stress about, well, I haven't been able to go on holiday, and I've not been able to see my families, and all those things are true, but sometimes you just have to stop and go, but, you know, I've not been able to hug my mum, but she's safe and she's well, and I've not been able to go on holiday, but maybe I'll save and I'll do something next year, or I'll do something else with that time and that money instead. You know, look for the positives that you've got going on. And then, trust me, there's plenty of them. Not everything is doom and gloom, but if you if you're gonna get stuck in that negative headspace, then it's just gonna drive you down. If you listen to this on the day it comes out, it's Comic Relief Day, and I'm a fantastic supporter of it. I think it's a brilliant thing to do. So I hope you're all going to dig deep. Um, I know it's been a tough year; it's been a tough 12 months. Um, but if everybody chucked in a quid, imagine the difference that that would make. You know, you don't have to be handing over buckets full of money. Um, just a little bit helps, and it's um, helping some really, you know, people in need. You know, abroad and in this country as well. Um, and you know, you've, over the past twelve months, I think we've never been more in need. You know, we've we've got we've got young people who you know are not eating right. There's there's young people who are not able to access um, you know the mental health um, support that they need. You know, when, in times of crisis, um, I'm very fortunate. I work for a for a youth charity that does that. You know, I'm I'm a a, a mental health first aider, uh, a youth mental health first aider. Um, you know, and there's there's a lot of young people that I that I will talk to and, and, and mentor and, and and try and guide them through these difficult times. But there's there's not enough charities like that, organisations like that out there, and not enough people who can do those things. And if something like Comet Relief can come along and, and raise some money and put food in people's bellies and make their lives a little bit easier and put them, you know, minds at ease a bit as we go through difficult times, then how fantastic is that? And you can have a laugh and a giggle along the way, which is always a a good thing. And and you know what? From a from a self care point of view, uh, laughter is massively powerful. To be able to have a real good belly laugh is genuinely so so therapeutic. It's incredible. There was funny enough. It always reminds me. There was a, a TV show on about two years ago now, and it was all about Billy Connolly. Um, and it was called Billy Connolly and me, um, and it was it was members of the public who were sharing their stories about how Billy had, had touched on their lives. I might have told this story before, but I'll tell it again. Um, I was I was actually on the TV show, so if you can find it on like your play go back, you'll actually find me, Mike from Cheshire. That's me. You can see now why I do a podcast and I don't do something on YouTube. Face for radio, um, but there was one guy on there who would who'd actually visit his his. Doctor with depression and was expected to be, of course, diagnosed and then given some uh meds to help him deal with that. But no, the doctor said, Go away and go and find your um comedy of choice, you know, go and get some DVDs or you know, whatever. Um, and, and go and listen to a couple of hours of stand-up every night. And and the reason why it was on the show is Billy Conley was the guy that he chose to listen to. And when he went back months later, having done this and, and you know listened to, to comedy every night, he actually was able to say that his mental health um, was, was in a much better place, and his depression had lifted. And it's fantastic. And I, sometimes I think we don't do it enough. One of those big fat, deep from out of nowhere, just let it go, belly laughs. It's so good for you. If there's anybody out there at the moment that just that it is just kind of struggling or just feeling a bit down a bit low right go and go and grab billy or you know lee evans or michael mcintyre or peter Kay or go and watch some old episodes of faulty towers or dad's army or something like that you know whatever sort of tickles your funny bone really go away find it play it listen to it you know laugh till you cry it is honestly it is the best medicine ever And science backs it up, so there. You can't do better than that now, can you? Oh, God, let me tell you this. Right, my old fella needs to be watching a few more Attenborough programmes or something. We went walking. We like to go out for walks. We like to go out for long walks. And where we are in Port, which is, for those of you outside of the area or outside of the country, is just south of um, the Mersey, just south of Liverpool. So from where we are we can look across the water across across that there river mersey and we can see liverpool right but we're not scousers we're from cheshire thank you very much with the posh side so anyway there's a canal the Shropshire Union canal goes from Ellesmere port to Ellesmere in Shropshire and it was built as a, as a route before motorways obviously and all that as a, as a route to good something down you know from the mersey liverpool you know liverpool and the mersey being a big shipping port. So that was like 150 years ago. And it's the whole reason I'm here, to be honest with you. My my entire family, I'm digressing a little bit now. Uh, but my entire um family is from Scotland and Wales and Ireland and, and down in the West Midlands, down in Peaky Blinders country. Right. Um and it, it was the it was the canal that kind of and the Industrial Revolution that brought all these different races and nationalities and all these different people and they all converged here and the gene pool got muddied and uh you know everybody was sort of like, yeah, you know, and all that, you know, we all got together and happy days. It's a really sciencey way of explaining how genetics happens there, Rosnett. Thanks. You know, and well, it ended up with me. Um <laughs> if there's one good thing that came out of the Industrial Revolution, me. Um so that's so the canal now is not really used for um, for barges for transporting stuff, you know, in that industrial level anymore. It's it's for recreation now. It's you know people walk up and down the canal paths because it's a fun thing to do. So that's what we've been doing, and especially during lockdown, it's been absolutely lovely. You know, even in the winter when it's been frozen over, it's really nice. In the summer, it's you know the, the flowers and the plants. are right? it's it's a nice, nice walk, and it's it's, it's what we enjoy. So anyway. Coming back to the point, we're walking down the canal and there's there's um, there's lots of wildlife, there's swans and there's more hens and, of course, there's ducks. And we're looking at the ducks, it's lovely seeing the ducks and it's lovely seeing the wildlife. And my dad said, you know, considering there's this amount of ducks around here, it's a wonder you don't see them in the garden at home. You know, when I'm sat at home, I'm looking out. There's pigeons and there's sparrows and there's, you know, other little birds out there. But I never see any ducks in the garden. And I said, well, that's because you haven't got any water in the garden. You've got a little water feature, but that doesn't count. I mean, you need a body of water. You need a, like a canal or a, you know, a river or a pond or something like that. And that's how you get your ducks. And he said, but you don't even see them up the trees. Oh, God. Dad, you don't get ducks up trees. They haven't got the feet for it. If they tried to land up a tree, they'd fall straight out. Oh, I. Yeah, see what I've got to deal with. And that, my little treasures, is it for another week. Thank you for listening to my inane rambling and carrying on. I do love a soapbox sometimes. It's been a bit soapboxy this 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 week, hasn't it? Apologies for that, but just felt like some things needed to be said. Um, so I shall leave you. I should bid adieu and return to my frothy milk maker. Oh, oh! <laughs> I bought this about two years ago. I completely forgot about it, but it's a little gizmo that heats and makes milk frothy for your coffee. I hadn't used it since I bought it. Used it today. What a revolution. Revolution? Revelation. It's one of those as well. It might actually be a coffee revolution in my house. So, best of both worlds. Um, so I'm going to go off and enjoy that. Thank you for listening. Um, a pleasure as always. Um, if you would like to uh, subscribe and like, but well, you don't subscribe on the on the um, green fruit-based uh, platform that you might be listening to this now, and it's, no, it's not grapes. Um, apparently, you don't subscribe to podcasts anymore. You like them, so if you wouldn't mind going along and giving me a like and giving me maybe a little bit of a rating as well, and tell your friends if you think you'd like to share my name waffle with some of your pals out there, please do. Um, and if and if even if you think you'd like to get involved in some of my name waffling. Uh, drop me a line. I'd like to hear from you. I might even have you on the show as a guest. Ask me a question. Tell me a funny story. Um, have a have a little confession. On the week of St. Patrick's Day, I always like to think I'd, I'd make a really good, you know, uh, would you like to come and step into me confessional and tell me all your sins? I'd quite like that. So if you want to have a go at that, please do. I am Wolfstag at outlook.com. You can email me. Or, you can find me on... I use a bit I don't really use Twitter an awful lot so but you can you contact me on there I am Wolfstag Um, I'm Facebook don't even bother with Facebook Um, but Instagram's my platform if I'm going to share anything I'll share on Instagram and you can contact me there I am Wolfstag please do like me drop me a line get in touch you never know what might happen and I'm doing this other hopefully at some point at some um, unfixed date in the future doing this paranormal paranormal um, spin-off from Wolfstag as well which I've got a pile of books out in front of me now so I'm going to do some reading and do a bit of research and kind of build something that hopefully you'll find interesting again I am Wolfstag at Outlook.com uh, do that, get in touch so yeah, so like me, rate me subscribe me, share me um, call me names and treat me badly no, um, yeah so all that, all that good stuff, please do get in touch um, so that's it for another week that is episode 3 done and dusted and i shall see you next week for number four bye bye